0: Welcome back to B-Hall Radio. I am here with Coach Kevin Ward, live on location at Glazed Over Donuts in Beacon, New York. Um, bringing you Episode 5 of B-Hall Radio. Um, today we're going to talk to Kevin and dive into a little bit of uh, the incoming recruiting class of 2024. Kevin, how you doing?
1: We're good. Um, I couldn't be much better. I went with the uh, maple bacon with uh, maple syrup glaze, B-Row Really uh, took the cake, or the pie, or the ice cream, (laughs) all the the above, all the above in a cup. Um, You're going to hear some interruptions from my five-year-old Holt on the other side of the camera, who's enjoying some sprinkles right now, is 100% guaranteed to uh, chime in at some point in this conversation. But yeah, man, let's talk. uh, Let's talk to Army Wrestling Class
0: 2024. Yeah, yeah. So, so for all the listeners, this is uh, Sunday morning, day after graduation. So. Congratulations to the class of 2020, and um, appreciate uh, everything you guys did. The graduation ceremony yesterday was awesome, and um, yeah. So, Kevin, you know, first I want to dive into the um, the prepster class. You know, we don't hear a lot about the prepsters, you know, coming through as they're in the prep school. So, talk us through, you know, some of those recruits um, that are coming into the class of 24, and uh, and, you know, what you're excited about.
1: So, it's a small class coming from the prep school this year, but. We had to do some roster management with um, the size of our team was getting really big. It's a good thing. So you can imagine we graduated 12 seniors yesterday. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for an accident, it would have been 13 graduating, walking across the stage. So when you have classes that big, your roster gets big. So we had to dial it down. So we have a smaller prep school class that's coming into the academy. But really good, like packed with quality at the same time. We've got five that are coming in. I'll kind of go through each of them and and let you know what we think. Mark Montgomery from Roselle Park, New Jersey, so right down the road from us. Finished third in the state of New Jersey as a senior. um, Placed at NHSCA High School All-American and and had a really nice season last year placing in multiple tournaments. Um, He's going to be a 33-pounder. I know what we love about Mark is um, he thinks he's – number one on the depth chart right now so he thinks he's gonna start like that's in his head right now he's like I'm the man I'm the man at 133 so we love his confidence and he's, he's really good he's, he's good enough to back it up so there's gonna be competition no doubt but he's good he's confident he's a tough kid um
0: that's what you need coming in I feel like I mean, right if you believe yeah. that I mean that's that's half the battle right there so we
1: don't want yeah we don't want our guys saying oh I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna learn for a couple of years and then break the lineup you know we want them saying I'm the man right away I'm gonna be the man Mark's got that attitude so pumped to see him and obviously um, you know 133 we didn't qualify guy for the NCAA tournament last year so we got to do better you know we are close but that doesn't count so we haven't qualified anybody at 133 in a couple years Um, that's um, we got to change that yeah he's got the attitude to change it so we like that it's gonna be fun to watch Mark Mark compete it's Uh, great
0: how that's that's become you know the minimum standard that it's expected that if, if you are not qualifying for the NCAA, NCAA tournament, you're below the standard, and you're below what the average is at uh, West Point for you know a long time. When I was there, that wasn't you know that wasn't the standard, and that was almost considered like the pinnacle. Um, that everybody wants to be an All American and you know and, yeah. and win an national championship and all that, but you know when you think about it realistically, that wasn't what a lot of people, a lot of starters, you know, goals were they, when they won that match to go to NCAA's. Like that was that's what they remember yeah you know things like that that's changed
1: a lot well it's a big deal um you know and, and we have a goal every year sending 10 to the NCAA tournament and that is a big deal you got to be in it to win it you know you're not going to win the NCAA tournament sitting at home watching it on ESPN so that's got to be a goal is to get there and then you know that's not the ultimate goal but that's that's a team goal of ours 10 NCAA qualifiers we haven't done it yet I thought this, last year's team was the one to do it Next year's team is going to be you to have the work cut out for them to be able to do it. So
0: yeah, I remember some of the discussions on uh, the alumni group on Facebook. You know, we'd be going through the different matchups. Uh, you, had, you know, you know, Danza Sorelli and Sean Hutchinson going back and forth with you know EIWA predictions. And I'm going top to bottom. I'm like, you know, it's it's not far fetched that we get ten qualifiers. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's winning one match that maybe you aren't supposed to, and not necessarily that aren't you know, aren't supposed to. That it's just a toss up match. That's right. And we didn't we didn't win enough of them.
1: You know, we. Uh, this past year seven qualifiers was great um you know it could have been eight nine ten pretty easy um so so yeah we have we've got some work to do um obviously and you know in pj ogan sanya last year not getting in was um and not even being an alternate is pretty ridiculous um you know there's some flaws in the system but you can't tell no one in the country would believe he's not one of the top 33 so yeah. for him not to get a bid was at least as an alternate was silliness but um and you know that wouldn't have made it ten. That would have made it eight. So yeah, we have we have work to do. Um, so who else are you excited about? You know, I'm coming excited. From this okay. I'm going to run through the next uh, four guys that are coming from prep because um, they're all really good. Uh, Tanner Craig, Tanner Craig. He's from Washington. Couple times state champ out of the state of Washington. He's going to wrestle 149. He's an absolute freaking workhorse. He's like a little Lane Peters, like a Lane Peters or a Cole Wyman for the guys that are familiar with the guys on our team right now. Like absolute. I don't know how many matches that he was down by seven or eight points after the first period. And he'll either pin the guy or major him. <laughs> like that's how he wins. He, he's he got a couple things he does really well, uh, but what he does better than anything else is he wrestles so incredibly hard. He's just got to stop giving up so many points early on. Like if he'll stop giving up a big lead, he's got a chance to beat anybody. Um, and uh, So we're pumped about him because he works and he wrestles so hard. So he's the type kind of guy, like in practice, you don't have to make him work hard in practice. Because you know he's going to wrestle really hard in competition. Like He's going to wrestle his way into shape. He will always be in shape. He will wrestle his way into shape. So he's got a really good dump. Put people on their back. Um, and he will take them down and cut them immediately right on their neck. Like He's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> he's a pain. Nobody wants to wrestle him. Nobody wants to wrestle him in practice. Um, but he's gonna, so for those reasons, he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, ben Pazook is coming from Carrollton, Ohio. Uh, by way of the prep school state champ smashed everybody senior national nhsca champ smashed everyone in that bracket last year was kind of injury prone just a little bit dealt with a couple things but wrestling 174 he'll be at 174 next year which obviously we we graduated uh, ben harvey who you're not going to replace like nobody's going to step in and beat ben harvey day one but the good news is they don't have to like if ben pazook if he wants to compete for the spot him, Brad Laughlin, Mason Smith, maybe a few others. They got to step in and, and, and be themselves. And like this, I'm not trying to be Ben Harvey. I'm trying to be, you know, myself and, and take that spot. Um, but all three of those guys, and definitely Ben, is, is capable of coming in as a as a freshman and um, and competing right away. That's awesome. So we'll see. He is like he is incredibly strong. Um, and uh, so everybody that's wrestled with him said. This kid is like Crazy strong So we know that He's mean on top He's just He's just all around Really good So We're excited for Pazook We got um, Oscar No not Oscar Oscar is a twin brother That we didn't get We recruited Oscar And Julian Sanchez Both We didn't get Oscar We got Julian I'm glad we did So Julian Julian Sanchez From Genoa Ohio State champ Super 32 placer He'll wrestle 141 Next year And he was the same Like He was off the mat a lot this year with a couple things, Um, but man, when he's wrestling, he is freaking good, like really good. We knew he was really good in high school, but then able to watch him last year and watch him through the RTC this year, we're like, alright, this kid is really, really good. The way he hand fights, he can move his hands, attack both sides of the body, he's a silent assassin. He doesn't. He's not gonna say much. Like he, that, you know, me talking about him now is probably more than he has talked to me in the past year. You know, he's like he's a he's the strong silent type. Uh, but man, he is really really good. So that'll be fun to watch. And 141 is one of those. Ways. We didn't qualify anybody. Yeah. After Corey qualifying the year before, um, you know, and is Corey one of the top 33 in the country this year? Absolutely. It's just he got hurt at the wrong times, and just you know his season just didn't add up but um julian also you know he should be one of the top 33 on day one next year and can compete to be better than that so it'll be exciting to watch those guys kind of push and and um and wrestle against each other it'll be good it'll be fun to watch because julian's really good
0: awesome i'm getting pumped up just hearing about it it sounds like
1: i'm ready to get to practice really
0: a really good (laughs) class coming in you know and you don't hear a lot about the prep series so when you hear wow this guy coming in like it's a you know these guys are these guys are hammers. Uh,
1: well, I'll tell you one more you haven't heard of River Simon because, like the other two we just mentioned, but River had even worse luck. Like he was out all season, so River didn't get to wrestle at all at the prep school last year. So you got to go back to high school to see his last uh, round of credentials. He's a two-time state champ from Vienn, Oklahoma. He was class valedictorian. He was a starting quarterback and middle linebacker on their state championship football team. Ow at the state tournament like absolute Mr. America, you know, like Captain America. <laughs> How big is he? Um, he'll be an 84-pounder. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, he's built kind of like you. Like, he's he's on the shorter side, but the dude is jacked, like jacked. And um, I, I
0: call myself a 74.
1: Yeah. Well, he, he's an 84. He's, I mean, he is <laughs> thick, you know, and he was a hell of a football player. Like, they wanted him to try to play football at the prep school. Oh, After he had committed to us, like a football coach stopped by on his – Visit in Oklahoma and was mentioning to him about, hey, maybe you want to try to do both, you know, next year, something along those lines. Um, but River just, he was dead set on wrestling. So he's just a heck of an athlete. So he didn't get a chance to prove it last year. We're excited to watch him next year and see him finally. He's finally healthy. He's going to be ready to roll on our day. Um, so we're excited to see him. And that's a weight class. Of, we had Noah Stewart there. You're not going to replace him right away either. What an absolute freaking animal. Um, so it'll be fun to see who steps up and takes that spot and Rivers got every opportunity to do it. Yeah, so exciting. those are those are the five that are coming from the prep school it's a small class but like super high quality.
0: So you know, talk to me as a, as a class like, are they super close? Um, you know, how, how, how is their dynamic you know are, you know coming in you know, as freshmen you yep. know, taking taking you know the rest of the you know the <laughs> plebs coming into beasts, you know how do you anticipate that have you had, had any conversations about the you know, Yeah, itself? The no, they the they, they seem
1: like what we would expect. Yeah. you would expect those guys to be really close you would expect them to, to be a family like our program's supposed to be and they seem to be on track for it so you never know until they're actually in it but you know it's five of them they're really close um, they've been really attentive and like our you know our our off season meetings that we've been doing they've had a fantastic coach there with them which I can't really get into that because of the recruiting rules but the coaching situation is awesome and they're developing so we're really pumped for it
0: awesome well that, that 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 really you know knocks it out for the you know for the prep school guys i'm a prepster myself so i'm partial to that use maps world um so i want to dive into that a little bit now let's uh let's talk about the rest of the recruiting class guys coming straight from high school
1: well we got about twice as many coming straight out of high school than we do um of kids that are coming in um out of the prep school so there's a little bit we'll cover a few more names and i can i can, I can talk about them and um you know kind of where we see them we don't know them as well because they haven't been at the school, but, um, you know, we know them from, the expectations are high just because we know what they've been doing through high school.
0: Do you have a relationship with a lot of those guys, or they mainly work with, you know, they, they've worked with Ned a little bit more, That's kind right. of the recruiting process, or how's, it's, it's,
1: how's it's that different. relationship? It's like? different. Some coaches, the way we recruit on staff, we all recruit, but there's usually one lead <laughs> per recruit. So some of them I know a lot more
0: than the other coaches, and some of the kids the other coaches know a lot more than I do, so talking about you guys, you know, the, how you recruit. Now Now this incoming class coming in. Now let's talk through some of the uh, some of the studs coming in, who you're excited about.
1: Pumped. Pumped. I'm going to start running through in no particular order. I was just running through our group me earlier and wrote the names down. So they might be in alphabetical order by first name, um, actually. But um, Clay Filden from Indiana, a couple times state runner up in Indiana, nationally ranked guy, 170 pounds. Indiana's a one-class state. Yeah. And even just to get to the state tournament is pretty brutal. Um, we've had kids on our team, so two of our qualifiers from last year Indiana kids, McCormick yeah. and Harvey. Neither one of them state champions, both of them ranked in the top 20 in the country, probably top 15. Um, yeah, just, that, that,
0: Those state finals in, in Indiana, I think like, Ben Harvey lost to like, Dylan Leidy. You know, yeah, that's you know, right, um, in
1: overtime. Yeah, and then cleaned him up at the NCAA tournament the next year. <laughs> I think he majored him first round of the tournament. Really? I mean, it looked like Ben had been waiting on that rematch for about four years. <laughs> I mean, Ben beat him up. The guy could not wait to get off the mat. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a heck of a tough state, and, and uh, Clayton's a really smart kid. Like um, he's uh, he's exactly what we want. and He's a heck of a good wrestler too. So. We're pumped about him, and it's an area that we need. So, you know, watching him and the others battle to take over those spots where kids have graduated from, is um, that's going to be fun battles to see take place in the room. Awesome. So we're pumped about Clayton. He was, um, we kind of got him him through. He had um, a little bit of uh, an an injury, um, so his admissions process was drug out just a little bit. Um, and I'll never forget, I think it was at the EIWA tournament, I called him to say, hey, man, everything finally went through. You're good. And I could hear him almost jumping, you know, through the roof, um, through the phone. So I know he's super pumped to be here, and, and we're pumped to have him too. So another upper is Danny Lawrence. So Danny is from the uh, state of Pennsylvania, finished third this year at 195 um, in Pennsylvania. Had a heck of a season. I think he only dropped two matches on the season. And Danny was, like, super persistent in his recruiting I want to be at West Point we didn't really know much about him I want to be at West Point keep sending updates keep sending emails and the more updates we got him like, the kid still hasn't lost like, we, gotta <laughs> look, we gotta look good to him so I'm telling the other coaches what do we know about this kid well we don't know much um, it's not a powerhouse program that he's from we don't know a whole lot but so I was like well every update I get he keeps going more and more undefeated
0: was he, uh, was he a state qualifier junior year or anything I think like so or? yeah
1: yeah, state qualifier And he had a goal to place this year but he could you know um, like, he wasn't good enough, obviously. If you place third, you're good enough to win it. Oh, yeah. Things just didn't go his way. Um, but, you know, for his, he was so persistent and, like, and kept letting us know that West Point's where I want to be and, and what do I need to do to get in and be recruited. Um, it ended up, you know, makes us look really smart that we get him because he ends up, you know, placing third in a really tough bracket. And he might be an 84-pounder. Like, he was wrestling 195, weighing about 190. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he might be an eighty-four pounder. Uh, so that'll be fun to, to kind of see how that plays out.
0: I think that's, I think that's also a testament to the recruiting process a little bit. You know, for if there's any parents out there, you know, potential recruits, you know, the more you put yourself out there, you know, if you, you know he's from Pennsylvania, but if you're from a smaller state and you you know you maybe aren't fortunate enough to go to some national tournaments, you're not yeah. going to get recognized. But the more you can communicate to the staff, you know, and you guys. Yeah, that's how you get your that's how you get yourself recognized a little bit it's just persistence on trying to get here
1: unless you're one of the top 10 or 20 guys in the country you can't count on people knowing who you are like it's just like you know you're in cells and and uh, if you don't go ask you'll never going to find out right so it's the same thing with kids like I tell I tell parents all the time like if you want us to know about you make sure we know about you yeah. don't count on me finding your name in a bracket somewhere you know if you want us to know about you then make sure that we do yeah that's right Yep. Another uh, uh, Pennsylvania kid, Dylan Sheehy. Um, Dylan is going to be either maybe 57, 65. Um, he, he's like a Russ Parsons, you know, where he could be 57, maybe 65. He's short and extremely strong. and He's got a high crotch like Russ Parsons used to have too. Yeah,
0: he's from my neck of the woods. Up down Council Rock. Yeah.
1: North, I think. Yeah. Um, it's the
0: club I grew up in okay. growing up.
1: Yeah. So, Dylan's got this. I mean, he gets his hand on your neck. If he hits a high crotch, he's like trying to stop a moving train. Like, he is so incredibly powerful. Um, And he's super smart and like driven to learn. Um, So, he can step in and and compete um, to be a guy, you know, like early on in his career. He's going to give people fits because of just how physically imposing he is. He is really strong. He's not the tallest, so he's going to have to get used to wrestling longer people. Like, when he steps in, Russell's Marcus. That'll be interesting. Marcus is long and uses his leverage really well Dylan's short and powerful and he hits a high crotch and so that'll be some interesting battles to see but no we're pumped about him I mean it's a freaking awesome class so we go through all these guys Joe Metz from Georgia state champ this year at 160 and 165 is a weight we need to address everybody we talk to about Joe Metz it's the same thing like there's no reason he shouldn't have been more than a one-time state champ things didn't go his way the years prior but incredibly hard worker really smart wanted to be at the academy um, so we're pumped about him so he broke through this year won his state tournament and um, super like he's the guy that's calling you every day like what can I do for my workout today? What can I do today <laughs> And finally coach Shuck's like well we're not allowed to like coach you yet you know it's against the rules but um, here's a workout people have been doing and he does it that day. <laughs> you know, like he's, he like he's super eager and wants to, to go the workouts. And then when you tell him, you know, we're trying to get four minutes in, or four miles and nine minutes on an assault bike, he tries it that day. So it's like, yeah, it's a brutal workout. What other
0: way is there, though, you know? Right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you just dive right in. You got to do it. So we're pumped. Um, Matt Williams is a lightweight, probably ended up being a 41-pounder from Ohio, did not get to finish his season. He was ranked in the top three in his bracket in Ohio, which is a really tough weight. Uh, they had this year Like nationally ranked guys um, So he, we didn't get to see him Finish his high school career But obviously we like him enough To have him as a recruited wrestler So And again We've got to compete better At, at, at 141 um, So he's going to come in And weight class is wide open Come make it your own Young stud You know <laughs> So he's got He's got every opportunity To do it So we're pumped for Matthew there Nate Lucas, I'm going to keep moving on um, And we can go back And answer any question But Nate Lucas Is a Pennsylvania kid who reminds us, he is like, we mentioned earlier Tanner Craig, he is like, Nate Lucas is like a Lane Peters and a Cole Wyman. Absolute workhorse. Been right on the cusp of breaking through at the state and national levels. Like, we watched him wrestle last year at NHSCA and Super 32, I think, in the fall. Um, and he's right there with everybody. You just gotta make some, some technical adjustments. Like, he will always be in shape. He'll always be pushing. He's gonna be a 49 or 57. Um, super smart, hard-nosed, like, he's a young guns kid. Um, uh-huh. And so to Nate's credit, I've never had as many coaches, different coaches, email me about a kid as I did Nate that aren't his coach. So Fretwell emailed, emailed me about him and said, hey, I just got done doing a camp in Pennsylvania. I don't know this kid said he wants to go to West Point. I don't know much more about him, but you need to look at him because he got an extra workout in every day. Like, he was the first one in there, asked if he could help clean up the gym every day, and then got an extra workout in like, just, you know, a unique kid that's got everything, like, his values in order.
0: That's what you need when you can fall in love with the sport. Sorry, we're having some technical difficulties right there for a second. But, yeah, I think if you can if you can find some kids who fall in love with the sport, you know, if they're maybe not there technically-wise, yeah, they're going to put that extra time in because they love it, they're going to grow, and that's what they're going to become, you know, in college. We're going
1: to have to kick him out of the room. Like he's <laughs> going to be that guy, you know, that we've got to get out of the room. Speaking of getting out of the room, this is off topic, but here's a story Luke Weiland told me last night after graduation, so. David Russell is one of our guys that graduated. As David was a walk-on, and as he says it, he was forced to take a red shirt year, his junior year. You know, did some things that weren't reflective of, of the way we want to act. He took complete ownership of it, was forced to take a red shirt. So he wasn't on the team, but Luke's like, now that he's gra- we've graduated, I want to tell you, he was like, that year that he wasn't on the team, Whenever I couldn't find a drill partner, like 8.30 at night, I needed to get a workout in. Dave Russell was like, yeah, I'll come in with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're talking about kicking guys out of the room. I mean, what a good story. You know, Luke needed somebody to work out with. And David Russell, who got kicked off the team, or was forced to take a red shirt for a year, <laughs> uh, was like, yeah, I'm your guy. I'll do it. And then, he, you know, he walks across the, not across the stage yesterday because of the way they did graduation, but he graduates as an Army wrestler because of that attitude. So sick. Um, You know, Nate's like one of those guys. Like, we're going to have to kick him out of the room. That's that's what the Brotherhood's all about. He's a mat rat. Isn't it? (laughs) It's it's awesome, man. That story, like, we all want to tell stories about everybody that wins everything, but that's like a sick, that's the story. Here's a guy that wanted to be on the team so bad, he came in and worked out with the team captain. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'll keep going, though. Another Jersey kid, Tyler Morris, from Jersey, went to a private school, I believe in New Hampshire, Phillips Exeter Academy. Like, really. Elite-level academic school. Like, you graduate from there, you're going to academy or you're going Ivy or you're going to top school. Um, And he crushed it there, whipped smart. Couple-time national prep placer. um, Had a really nice win at national preps this year, beat a nationally ranked guy, like one of the highest nationally ranked guys. Somebody that we had recruited and then decided to go somewhere else um, and then to watch Tyler beat him at uh, National Preps this year. It was pretty cool.
0: It's got to feel good. He's a scrambly
1: guy, <laughs> and like he'll slap a cradle off from anywhere. He's kind of lanky and a little bit goofy in the way he's hard to wrestle because he can cradle, he can scramble. He's a dangerous wrestler. Sounds
0: like Marcus a little bit.
1: He's he's like, yeah, like in some ways, kind of like that. Um, so it'll be. he didn't have the success that Marcus had at the national level in high school, um, but there's no reason he can't, you know, um, at the college level. So... No, we're pumped for Tyler maybe we recruited him as like a maybe be a 25 pounder for life and now we're thinking well he might be 49 next year <laughs> so <laughs> that's how recruiting goes you just never know until they they show up and, and start doing it so he may be a 41 49 we'll find out
0: if you got a whole 97 at some point maybe it'll yeah, grow pump
1: it him. up man <laughs> put it put him on you know lifts body by crip our strength coach uh,
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah but we're, we're excited by him. Wild Wilkerson out of Georgia. Uh, preseason All-American this year. Uh, really competitive wrestler. Uh, he'll be an 84-pounder out of Georgia, so we're pumped to have him, another Southern boy in the mix. Raw athlete, his best, he's only been wrestling a few years. So the best is yet to come for him. We got one more incoming kid. And keep in mind, I'm, there, there's a few more kids um, that will probably be in our room in the early fall that I'm not mentioning. Just because of the way they got into the academy and and, um, and these were kind of like, oh, there's walk-on opportunities. So I'm covering the people that, you know, the, the true recruited athletes. And the last one of those that we actually turned in our paperwork on saying, like, they have my stamp here. I want them here. Yeah. Um, Thomas Deck from Kentucky. The most under-the-radar recruit in the country. So um, couldn't compete at Super 32 earlier in the year was hurt. But the, the year before, he placed third at HSCA in a really tough bracket. So he placed third.
0: I feel like the, the juniors at, at NHSCA is, like, yeah. is like the most competitive because that's, that's that's your ticket to college wrestling right there yeah. in a lot of senses.
1: Juniors is, is – we like seeing our seniors do well, but the juniors is what we watch. Yeah. And he crushed it. He beat some good kids. And he got beat, obviously, in a match because he got third. He didn't win it. Um, but, like, absolute animal. So he comes back this year. He has a minor procedure, um, like right before the state tournament this year. Comes back two weeks later, hadn't wrestled, hadn't really trained. Two weeks later, comes back, gets OW at the state tournament. Where's he from again? He's from Kentucky. So we don't get a lot of recruits from the state of Kentucky. This is the most under-radar recruit that we got um, because the others are pretty well-known, but this kid's an absolute stud. So 25, 33, we're not sure. Kind of depends. He may be 41. You never know with these guys once they get in here. But he's creative in his wrestling. He wrestles, like, really free and loose, you know. Like, he'll do things you don't teach and, and that are hard to teach. Crazy strong. You can tell just from watching him. Like, his grip must be brutal. Um, he can scramble. He's good on top. He's just all around. Like, we're super excited about him. So that's the list, man. That's the. How many is that? Um we went over like 14 15 names just then yeah but that's that's the class of
0: 2024 no, can you I pre- believe it I know it's, it's it's a lot I mean I think for my class it had a little bit um, we had like you know probably 17 or 18 and we had more coming from the prep you, know, you mentioned the uh, the walk-ons you know and ha- having some of those opportunities can you can you talk a little bit about like what the process is does it does it change from year to year changes
1: it changes because of the size of our roster so, you know, in, in all candor, because I know everyone watching this is like, they're an Army Wrestling Insider, um, we're waiting to see what happens with college sports. Can we yeah. carry a roster of 55? We don't play football, probably not, you know, um, so we, our roster may be smaller than it's ever been since I've been here. Um, we may be able to expand it for more opportunity, we just don't know yet. There's a lot of unknowns in the college wrestling world, in the college athletics world, there's a lot of unknowns. Um, but the way it works is, usually um, during Beast, there's something called mass athletics where they get to go wrestle um, or play whatever sport they want a couple times a week. Anybody's interested, we say start coming in during Beast. We can, it's not an evaluation. We don't put them through workouts, but we're saying, if you want to get on the mat, here's a chance. Get on the mat, we watch them, you know, they, they see if they show up. And if they do, then during the fall, once the semester starts, once we start having preseason workouts we say come on you know you can join the preseason workouts and then we actually start evaluating them yeah. mass athletics is just to see if they show up do they really want to do it You know, or they show up once and then decide ultimate frisbee is kind of easier. They're
0: doing it because it looks cool and they want to get out of, you know, going to those other things. You can hang out. There's some rumors about, you know, being on a wrestling team and then, you know, a couple workouts in or a couple, you know, mass athletics later and they're not showing up.
1: Anything seems more fun after a couple (laughs) of work. Can I go drill here on the plane for a couple hours? That's a lot more fun, you know, than going through one of these wrestling workouts. But so there's opportunities. Matter of fact, I mean, it's, um... You know, Tyler McLeese was a team captain. He was a quote-unquote walk-on. Um, we've had a couple, you know, that and I'm not sure Chandler Smith was the recruited athlete he should have been, team captain. You know, like, we've got a lot of respect. Andrew Mendel, you know, like an unrecruited type guy that ends up being just absolute nails and a tremendous leader. Um, we've got a lot of value in those people that, you know, that are made up of what we want for whatever reason, you know, late bloomers. So we like to try to give opportunities where we can.
0: Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great for anybody, you know, who's maybe under the radar, not recruited, you know, trying to communicate, trying to get in, you know, they get in on their own regard and, be, you know, having the opportunity to walk on and wrestle in a, you know, division one room, you know, there's it's, it's a, it's a lot to be said of yourself.
1: That's right. Yeah. So we're pumped to see, you know, like I want to be surprised. Somebody show up and surprise me that, you know, make me think like I cannot let this guy get away. Yeah. Where well, I'm always excited for them
0: that's awesome well, Kevin I appreciate you coming on the show today uh, again we're live on location at Glazed Over in Beacon New York um, thanks Kevin
1: I would recommend when you stop by order one of everything or just <laughs> tell them to make you a dozen of the local favorites you can't go wrong appreciate all the, all the listeners dealing with the uh, the background noise today and the distractions that come along with bringing your kid to uh, to the B-Hall Radio podcast uh, it's good man I, I want to keep these up um, you know we'll leave everybody with with this you know it's like we're the day after graduation we're talking about the future you know those those guys that graduated they're our legacy they're the most important thing that we do um and then you know just right there with it is shaping the next group you know to go out and do the same thing so we exactly. watch the class of 2020 graduate and we're talking about the class of 2024 um, and talking about either way, I get fired up either way you know it's a special place special guys pump for the future of our program
0: thanks have a good one be haw be navy thanks for tuning in to the be haw radio show if you like what you heard be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform if there's something you'd like to hear on a future show reach out to us on any of our social media instagram facebook or twitter or you can reach us at email vhaw.radio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And as always, go Army,
1: be Navy.